Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our game changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. Hey folks, Rob Kenny from the Gamekeeper Crew. What you're about to hear is a podcast that I recorded with Scott Rhodes of the Low Country Game Bird Foundation. Not only is Scott a proud South Carolinian, a friend of Mossy Oak, but he's also a friend of the Wild Turkey. This is a podcast that we recorded to talk a little bit about the Mr. Fox SBE 328 gauge that the Low Country Game Bird Foundation is going to be raffling. Uh, stay tuned till the end of the episode to hear about when the raffle will occur. Without further ado, on to the show. I am Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then, buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and, of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. Hey, Rob. How you doing? I'm well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Is is South Carolina about to close up there? Yeah, it's uh, Sunday is the final day in the low country. I think the upstate is open through the following weekend, uh, but we are about to wrap it up down this in these parts. Talk to me about your season so far. How's it been? What have you seen? Any any great moments from the season so far? Man, it's it's, it's been a, a, another great season, um, as you know. A lot of my season uh, every year is focused around Jane, my, my young daughter, who uh, turned 15 this year. Um, we had a good one. She she got uh, in on a public land youth draw for the youth opener down in South Florida and got her an Osceola. And she has tagged out in South Carolina, and we had a awesome trip to uh, – Hill country in, in Texas a couple of weeks ago. I was incredibly, so it's, it's, yeah, I was incredibly jealous of that trip. Uh, you sent me a trip <laughs> of the, of the photo of y'all in the, in the blue bonnets and it was just unbelievable. Looks like wizard of Oz. You know, there. we hunted the same ranch last year and it was very, very dry. <clears throat> it was still dry, but they'd had enough rainfall that the blue bonnets were incredible. And uh, we were fortunate that one day all three girls uh, killed a bird that morning and, and we got up on the hill and laid them all out in the blue bonnets and the girls were beside themselves over that. They thought that was some kind of special, which it was. Oh, no doubt. I, I, I was beside myself sitting in my office looking at that picture going, boy, I wish I was jealous I wasn't there with you. So, well, well, Scott, one of the things that we – um, called you on here for today is we want to learn a little bit about the Low Country Game Bird Foundation and then also to learn about this Mr. Fox turkey gun that y'all put together with Rob Roberts and Benelli and Palmetto State Armory. Just want to hear a little bit about that. Well, so the, the, the foundation came about after holding the Low Country Turkey Invitational for several years. 
And this was the 12th year. It would have been the 13th if we had held the event in 2020. But with everybody uh, all scared and not knowing what was going on with COVID and all that, we, we did not hold the tournament. But long story short, a couple of years ago, well, last year, actually, I founded the Low Country Game Bird Foundation. Uh, we have since received our 501c3 status from the IRS. So it is a nonprofit. And our mission statement is promoting the conservation, management, and traditional hunting practices of North American game birds. Um, you know, we thought long and hard about that, and we, we left that kind of broad uh, for a number of reasons. But currently, our focus is obviously on wild turkeys, uh, especially in light of populations declining in different areas across the country. And um, everybody's concerned, and yeah. we want to do our part and not just take and, and, and actually – give back and, and put back and put back to conservation and, and research right now. Um, research is, is, is critical. Uh, Mike Chamberlain is doing great work among others. And last year uh, we pumped, I think 30, $30,000 or so That's right. directly to research. We wrote one check of unrestricted funds directly to Chamberlain for him to use in his research project going on up here at Savannah Riverside. And we also wrote a check to uh, the Mossy Oak Gamekeepers Fund. Uh, and we know where that money's going. That's so right. That's, that's it in a nutshell is, is <clears throat> I guess it's morphed into my way of, 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 giving back uh, to conservation and also teaching my kids something about conservation and respecting the game and respecting the wildlife that we pursue and uh, I guess trying to make a mark on that world. Yeah. What, so the thing that, you know, that strikes me about something like the Low Country Game Bird Foundation is it's not that y'all's, the money that you're raising goes to benefiting just the areas that you're in, but areas more broadly. So, Talk a little bit about why this group of guys that have, have come together, why that matters to them. How come you're not just doing research and raising money for the low country and for North Georgia, but you're hoping to benefit turkeys in Tennessee and turkeys in, in Kansas? How, do, how does that work? Well, at the end of the day, all of us enjoy hunting turkeys. And, you know, of course, we love them down here in the low country and across uh, South Carolina and the southeast. But, man, I, I love Wyoming. I love Nebraska, I love Florida, I love Texas, and it's uh, I want to be able to show those places to Jane and take her hunting across the country, and um, you know we gotta uh, come together. I uh, you know I, yeah. I, I see it as us today, hopefully having an influence. Um, upon people and, and seeing what we're doing. And uh, we got some some other guys in the upstate that are wanting to hold uh, another event. They're actually uh, planning to hold it one next weekend. I don't know what kind of turnout they got, but they're planning on funneling the money through the, the Low Country Game Bird Foundation, uh, which we are happy to work with them um, 
and do that because that's more money we can put towards research. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I, I guess at the end of the day, we, we all love traveling across the country and, and being with other people and uh, uh, seeing friends that we only see once a year in, in other states. And um, yeah, I, I just, you know, it's, 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 it's about more than just South Carolina. Talk about um, how y'all decided that you could raise some money this year for Mossy Oak Gamekeeper Grants um, and just the process of going, hey, boys, what if we got this gun? And talk, talk about how that works. You know, I don't remember. I think I had an idea last year. I don't remember who exactly came up with the Mr. Fox gun idea. But we started discussing a gun raffle. And it just, it it snowballed. And then we, you know, the, the Fox vest was coming out. And we were like, man, what if we, what if we made a, Mr. Fox shotgun. That's a one of one. Uh, there's only going to be one of those, and um, all this money could go directly into the gamekeeper's grant. And you know, it took. I guess it really it took about nine months, but eight eight or nine months. But once the idea came together, and and Hart and myself and Daniel and Neil, we all talked. It, it, everything just started kind of coming together and then Rob Roberts got involved and um, our friends with Benelli um, uh, helped us out and Palmetto State Armory and everybody wanted to be on board and it's you know the we didn't initially have the idea but um, now we're it's it's locked in we're going to sell 1944 of these raffle tickets yeah and uh, so we have a, a hard set goal, and uh, I hope and I think we'll achieve it in pretty short order. I think yeah. uh, it's, a, it's an incredible gun. We all know where the money's going. It's all going to research and turkey conservation, and um, I'm looking forward to it. And I can't can't wait to see who the the lucky hunter is. Oh, no doubt the that gun. So I went mm-hmm. up and photographed and filmed a little bit at Rob Roberts' place in Batesville, Arkansas. And his operation, if you've never seen it before or never seen pictures from the inside, is unbelievable. The number of guns that come, the number of guns that come through there all makes all models, um, but they have such a high standard for for what to what they hold themselves to. And the gun the gun is beautiful. They've cerakoted it with uh, I believe it's the yeah, it's, the, it's yeah. incredible. And and you hold it, and we've talked about it, but it's like pointing a magic marker at something. It's a SBE three twenty eight gauge. It is beautiful. It feels great. It shoulders well. Um, <laughs> man, it, that thing feels so good. I'm I'm wanting one in a bad way now. I, I'm definitely buying. I'm uh, definitely just, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna definitely gonna buy a raffle ticket. We'll have more details about how to do that, um, both in the show notes and and coming up. But uh, fun fact about that gun is Daniel actually when he came to the Low Country Turkey Invitational somehow I I was in I had custody of the gun bringing it back. But Daniel ended up for, forgetting his gun to hunt with, and so we kind of kind of looked at each other and said, "Well, I, if I can bum some twenty eight gauge shells, I, I guess we'll hunt it in the morning." So, <laughs> so um, yeah, and you were you were with them on the hunt, right? I was, I was. It was an awesome hunt. So I guess this adds some more provenance to the story. But came in, David Holly hooted, five or six of them gobbled. We were in the smokehouse. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but that's where Toxie and your dad, Tombo, killed a turkey many years ago together. Is that right? Yeah, it is. It, and so that that was weighing on us as we were going in, going, man, this would be so cool if. Um, but <laughs> so they came in hard gobbling all, uh, that morning. Didn't take long. David had them all worked up. Daniel put a good shot on one, and there you go. So the turkey's already gone out on its first hunt, first round, first minute, and has killed a turkey. So can confirm that uh, the pattern testing that Rob Roberts did was effective, and uh, she shoots straight. <laughs> so, well, I, I, when I brought that gun home after the uh, invitational, I looked at that thing. I said, "Man, this thing, this thing could be good for one more bird." <laughs> That's and, right. But man, this thing's all right. I can't do this. <laughs> if I scratch this sucker up, I'll I'll be in trouble. So, to the gun room went and that's where she's sitting that's awesome how how did y'all decide on the 28 gauge i know sub gauges have become more more popular but is there any real reason yep. is it just kind of a sexy gauge i, or? I guess it really the the 28 really started popping i guess for this between last season and this season is is uh popular we had talked about a 16 yeah at one point but um i think there was just a lot of interest and a lot of craze over 28 this year and yeah i think it worked out just right yeah yeah but well man that's a pretty gun it's beautiful and it just feels like i mean that's the kind of gun you can carry in the woods for a long time and not be not wish you had a smaller gun i've definitely I have an old 12 that i carry <laughs> old 12 that i carry and every now and then i'm kind of going boy i wish this thing was a yellow shelled gun so <laughs> any more details that you have on the raffle that you're willing to to share um, well it's it's it's, it's going to be entirely an online raffle so we have we wanted it completely out of our hands yeah so we are working with a company called chance to win and how that'll work is we're building a a web page on their site they handle the raffle uh there will be a link from the country game bird foundation web page that you can click that'll take you directly to where you can purchase your raffle tickets okay and like I said, there'll be 1,944 tickets available. And whenever they sell out, they're out. And at that point, we will hold the drawing. And it will be a virtual drawing that's done by a computer, I guess. Okay. So Give all a chance to win. So all of this is managed by a third party, very above. I, I respect y'all's desire to do that just to. Yep. Just to be independent yep. in both fact and appearance, and that that matters. So, yeah. very we cool. could uh, with 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 them, we could print out tickets and hold an actual raffle pool ourselves. But we figured the virtual is the yeah. way to get uh, yeah. everything's clear. It's out of our um, our handlings and and that kind of thing. Yeah, but probably probably we haven't discussed this. What we may do is when we do that, we may try to do some kind of live event so that we can announce it as, as the computer picks the winner. Very cool. Have, have y'all decided, uh, um, I don't know if this is the place for it, but have y'all decided what you're going to sell tickets for? $50 a ticket. $50 a ticket. So if yep. my if my math correct. It's just short of hundred grand. That's incredible. Yep. Now we got, we're going to have some merchant fees and stuff like that associated with sure. it and paying chance to win and all. But yeah. we will, we will, if we sell all these tickets, we will net ninety thousand dollars. It'll go to the gamekeepers grant. That's roughly, inc- that's incredible. That's incredible. Well, that's a lot of conservation money, my friend. That's a lot, and, and it just very quickly too. I mean, there's a lot of thought that's gone into it, but an effort to raise money that quickly, 
Um, that's incredibly effective and that'll put money in the hands of the people who need it to hopefully accelerate research. I guess the way I kind of think about it is taking with the use of unrestricted funds and the, and the, but, and the budgeting cycle that so many of these professors have to go through, if they haven't earmarked something for a specific use, um, they don't get it in their budget that year. And so potentially research can be delayed. And so, the way that I think about gamekeeper grants and the way that I think about some of this money that's, that's been given to uh, professors and researchers is in an effort to take something that might take five years and make it take three years. Um, That, you know, I feel like that is incredibly beneficial. And from the people that have already benefited from the program, I know that they're very grateful. Yep. So let me, let me throw this out there too. While, since we were talking about the invitational this past year, yeah, um, we had, We had 60 teams that hunted. We had, I think, 23 youth that hunted. I collected some data from everybody. Um, We hunted between, just say, the the adult and youth, so say 83 teams. We hunted over 100,000 acres scattered across South Carolina and Georgia. And there were, I think, 20 eight birds total harvested between the 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 main event the adult hunt and and the youth hunt so that was only a bird per about 3600 acres wow so a lot of ground covered and one thing people need to understand about this event people are are reserving properties or saving properties that they don't hunt um i didn't hunt my place until the invitational so I skipped over two weeks. two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, a full two weeks before we hunted it. You know, trying to save it for Daniel and Neil and David and and out of town guests and and the kids that hunted it and yeah. that kind of thing. And and that's an I'm extra two weeks. That that. Yeah, that's an extra that's two right. weeks that turkeys get to do turkey things and hopefully make more. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, and uh, gives them time to to get their breeding out the way and, and breeding done and. Anyway, further than that, we, I talked to Chamberlain, we actually exchanged texts the other day about what his financial needs are with his research projects and that kind of thing. And we're, it looks like, going to cut him the vast majority of the money raised at the Invitational, which is going to be close to $50,000. That's incredible. And split it between his Savannah Riverside project here in, in Aiken County in South Carolina. And also, he is, I think, trying to get a grant through NWTF for to add on to his project he has going on in Nebraska. And we're going to try to help him fund some of that. Excellent. So Excellent. We're trying to spread that love around the country a little bit yep. and uh, help him out in any way we can, can with those unrestricted funds. That's Excellent. Everything for the turkey. That's right. Well, Scott, Scott, we appreciate it. Um, We're looking forward to seeing who ends up winning this thing. But thank you for your support of Mossy Oak and for your support of the wild turkey and the Mossy Oak Gamekeeper grants. And if if y'all, if people want to learn more about the Low Country Game Bird Foundation, where do they need to go? LowCountryGameBirdFoundation.org. Okay. And that's also where you will go to uh, find the link to take you to purchase tickets for the uh, limited edition Mr. Fox gun. Excellent. So if people also want to yep. support the Low Country Game Bird Foundation generally, is there a, a, a means for them to give or would it be best if they just bought? Yes, a- we, we do have a way from our webpage you can make donations 
off of our website. Excellent. Okay. We'll, we'll put a link to yeah. that in the show notes as well. And while we're talking about giving, we have another opportunity for to purchase the Mossy Oak Turkey Stamp for this year, 2023. It's got some great artwork on it from Bob Tompkins uh, and his work, Captain Hooks. So it's very cool. It's beautiful. And you should get one. Helps turkeys. It's a beautiful thing. Something fun that the kids can hold and see. And you can put your money where your mouth is on turkey conservation. So Absolutely. I purchased mine and Jane's two stamps yesterday. That's awesome. I need to, and as I say that, I need to uh, go buy mine right now. <laughs> so, but, but, well, anyway, Scott, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Rob, thank you for your help. And because uh, you're, you've been instrumental in helping us get this thing moving forward with the uh, marketing of the Mr. Fox gun as well. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. It's an honor. All right. Well, we will catch y'all on the next one. All right, buddy. Okay. As promised, here's the update. The raffle will begin on Monday, May the 8th at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. You can go to lowcountrygamebirdfoundation.org and then you'll be prompted on the page where to go for the raffle. We'll provide that link in the show notes. So good luck and thank you for listening to the Gamekeeper Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast and be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine and don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt podcast with my good buddy, Ronnie Cuz Strickland.